Hello, hi. Welcome to your favorite Magodi podcast, Magodi Unveiled. I'm your host, the resident Magodi, Siyateng. Now, today we are talking about a very heavy topic. It is something that affects a lot of married couples in our country. In fact, research says that one in six South African couples is dealing with an issue of infertility. When everyone gets married, it's the typical dream. We get married, we have a house full of children, these little loves, belly loves, and children making a noise all through the house, and we're all happy and we live happily ever after. But in reality, that is not always the case for all of us. Some people go through issues of infertility, and that's not something that they're easily able to talk to people about it. Um, because it's something so private that they go through. But thankfully, Muti is here to tell us her journey and she's been gracious enough to give us details that ordinarily people would not be comfortable talking about. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, it really is a challenging topic, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, but the infertility one, you know, anybody who's been on the journey long enough starts to know and understand the statistics around it. So the average time, um, so I think where I was trying to go with this is you kind of know and you kind of have that vision in your dream board. Yes, I'm here, I'm married, there's the dream board, you know, and then there's the time frame and it's, you know, sort of, it's got a little cloud around it. You know, and then you kind of start edging into the dream and you start ticking off the boxes in the sense that this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. And the infertility one, for me personally, I always prefer to talk for myself personally because it's the best place to talk because it's the most that I will ever understand. I have met a lot of people in my life who've been through this and it's the most painful thing. I'm merely doing this um, as a form of healing for me. Um, if I am brave enough to talk about it, it, it begins my healing. I'm far from healed, I'm far from done with the journey. But um, I'm only learning now, despite the fact that I've had access to the best medical care, the best medical minds ever. So, you know, and it's never about that. Um, I think ultimately it comes to um, God's will and a lack of the die, and ultimately science aside and, and everything else so yeah the infertility thing for me um in my marriage i'd always intended and had a plan to adopt children um and i can't say what i was feeling when i had that vision and a dream but that is what um, my husband and i shared at the time and um it just seemed like the most sensible thing and over time you're then like okay but everything has been happening right so on average, and this is a general average obviously, after two years, if you have been with somebody and married with somebody and, and, and having intercourse with the intent of having children, you, are, you then automatically, medically fall, it's even shorter now, because it's, it's, you know, two are being generous. Six months, a year in, there's something wrong. And I don't want to use the word wrong, but there's so many things that I've learned along the way from the hormones, from your emotional standing, from your psychological well-being to emotional well-being. And I'm learning more uh, along my journey that a lot of the blockages are more on, it's such a holistic journey. So I'm here with nothing expertise, but it's a holistic journey of which 
you know so i'm only learning in my older age i'm only starting to understand now what are the physical challenges what was done what shouldn't have been through investigation but you know it's, it's a traumatic thing um especially because uh, more than anything it's an expensive journey um the minute medical aids which is very unfair okay let's 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 okay, okay let, let me cut you off there. let me interrupt you there because i want us to take it step by step sure. for our viewers let's let's backtrack how old are you when you get married what year is this and are you excited about the babies uh, is your husband also on the same page with you take us back to that time yeah so i'd always like envisioned myself as being a mom like the fact that I would potentially have problems conceiving was just so far from my mind. Yeah. Um, rightfully or wrongfully, it's still very far from my mind. I still feel like whatever blockage is there is because of something else. Um, I got married in 2009, and in our perfect picture in terms of our financial and budgetary plans, it would make sense to look into it from about two to three years in. Okay. But two to three years in, you're now starting to really struggle, like it's really not happening. There's not, it's not even close. You kind of just know. So so, so the house is ready. Financially, you guys are good. We'll be okay. You, uh, everybody wants to now. be as best as they can. Yeah. You can never be as, as, as yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're closer to, and yes. Yeah, now it's three years in, and still we're not conceiving. Right. Are you are you concerned? Um, do you speak maybe to your mom and say, "Hey, Mama, something's happening. We've been trying. Um, what's happening at that point?" Now you start asking the medical questions. Okay. Now you start. Um, you've been tracking certain things. Mm. You know, logically, you need to know your period. You need to understand your menstrual cycle. You need to understand how long it is, and you need to understand everything behind that. Um, and then you start investigating and the first thing obviously was um you know actually through a conversation to my mom it was to see if the tubes are blocked at all um and that was just harrowing um somewhere somehow i was completely reluctant to do it but there's no way of eliminating this problem unless you have this kind of a test and my goodness because nobody told me how painful these things are um you know so that was and i was like sure if this is the way to find out so but that was to show that no you have this problem it then ensued and um sorry so did you do the test to i did if the tubes were blocked or not i did i've done several and were they blocked yes they were they were i blocked. had the, the very first pain extreme pain that i experienced was the the um, x-ray that they do with the dye where they inject the dye and that shows you where the blockages are. Now, depending on the nature of your blockage, it's more and more painful as the dye goes in. So you're like sweating on bullets and it won't go further. Some people have been very lucky and that process alone dislodges something and it comes right. That wasn't my case. Then I had, um, so I'd already had problems though now looking back it now becomes a longer journey because then you have to start from when you first started with your menstrual cycle now and i started quite early and we now have to track it from there all the things that you're not aware of the patterns um and then i had had those medical tests and whatever at that time then i went a step further and had the the surgeries where they now looking with cameras and all those fancy things 
and and with all of this that's happening where is your husband in terms of his state of mind is he with you every step of the way saying look love you're going to do this babe let's try this let's try whatever it's going to take or is he thinking no absolutely absolutely no shame um he was absolutely there and extremely supportive um um you know he is a scientist so you know somebody who appreciates an explanation to say so this is the problem okay so how do we fix it so it was always and we shame there was no struggle there in terms of the cooperation required for the relevant testings no we didn't struggle with that at all including what then was determined in terms of you've now taken a decision to say this is your situation um you can't have it any other way without a medical intervention I'm sure let's go for it and was he tested for anything as well on his side we did you have to it's okay it's for both sides yes you must now as you know um the word barren is often used to describe women who can't have children and many women find themselves in a situation where they are finding themselves under pressure from in-laws saying that makoti upumtana waste the child makoti as if she is the one that's holding the children back so can we talk about that and find out from you buzi um in your situation was there any pressure from the in-laws or were they supportive too my in-laws have been very supportive um there a lot of there's a lot of doctors in my family both on my in-law side and on my family side so they were very supportive and were willing the assistance that i got was through intervention from my in-laws um so i did have the best possible intervention it's fantastic yeah no i can't let's talk about the time frames because i think oh my god debate we're sitting at home thinking but it's been 3 years but it's been 5 years will my break ever come um so talk to us about your time frames how were things panning out for you in your marriage yeah i think by 2 years i was slightly concerned already i just silently wished i didn't have to face that too with a new marriage so i must be honest personally something i may have i was like maybe there's a problem which means it's a problem but i'm still new at this so let me get my grounding and as i get older i recognize also that i think i'd be a better parent now than i was then okay um, in terms of what i you know so much has changed in terms of my psyche and in terms of my dreams and ambitions of having kids yes i'm not so sure it was a bad thing um and how much i needed to grow here first yeah i'm almost glad it didn't happen So at two, two years you know two years you should be concerned they'll tell you the medical doctors will tell if you are with somebody consistently within 6 months you know you have an idea and remember that technology has advanced so much so you can check when you like if you're really serious you can plan it down to a T and in in that time because sex is meant to be enjoyable between mm. you guys as a couple mm. but now if you're tracking your ovulation you're tracking the the temperature in the room you you're tracking when your period is you know all of these things that that, that are meant to be tracked if you are trying mm. to conceive are you even enjoying it at that time or is it all a matter of it's tuesday it's half past 2 you know we need to do the thing <laughs> no i don't think so i don't think so at all and i don't think that's how it was meant to be which in itself is a challenge I think. Mm. Um and then often a lot of the time um I've met some like I've met a lot of people along this journey 
it's such a one-sided thing and yet you both want this thing and the mental trauma and the anxiety because there's so many anxieties that are born from there around everything else of every month when your period does come in like shucks okay i guess i didn't get it. it's it's other things that you've now developed along the way and you know there's a whole conversation that needs to go on with so this. does it affect your sex life of course it does mm. because women are emotional of course mm. it does so do you not enjoy it anymore or do are you are you Instead of being in the moment, are you hoping and praying, Aish, I hope this time something happens? Well, I can't talk for everyone, but we're very controlling. And when yes. you look at, um, you know, how people were before, it was so routine, like it was standard. You'd be married and it would happen almost automatically. Now there's so much else going on. So no, I don't believe it's enjoyable at all. Um, especially if you're doing it alone. I, by the alone, I mean the emotional part. Mm -hmm of um, the desire then it becomes your own i don't know i'm finding a lot of the time and then most of the success stories because i believe in success stories most of the success stories it was in hey let's do this together actually and i feel like that's the link that's missing just the thought of my own okay and during this whole time was there ever a time where you doubted yourself um your womanhood and whether or not you were woman enough to carry a child? Oh, I still doubt myself. Every day I doubt myself. You have to. You have to because I've seen other people who have succeeded in front of me. Then there's that phase where all your age mates start having kids at the same time. And then it becomes a strain and it's very uncomfortable in the, uh, I'm highly instinctive, so I kind of sense things before they happen, and then it's like, so and so, you, now there's that phase, as in a young couple, where you're attending everyone else's wedding, mm -hmm. and then they're popping them out, and then they're popping them out, and then your partner's like, yes, they're on their second, and then it's like, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, so you don't know, like, you, you don't know. Of course you've got to touch mm -hmm. yourself. So in, in the, then in the circle of friends that you're keeping, are you, when somebody announces a pregnancy, are you excited but also a little jealous that it's not you? I have always been excited about pregnancies. I really have a soft place for um, kids. But I find um, some women are very presumptuous about the topic um, in the sense that they think for you then it becomes this whole, it's, it, that's a whole other thing. So they think not like, to tell you because, No, well, they don't, you know they're not going to tell you. And they're like, should we let them know? Like it's, but it, it, it is what it is. And there's nothing more, I don't know, I don't want to use the word annoying, disappointing than, ooh, let's leave them out. Then you don't know me. If you, I, I don't know, that's how I feel. Like I said, it's, it's always better for me to talk about myself. Yeah. But maybe I, I, I'm thinking, and <coughs> you know, I'm, obviously I don't know your your friends, but I, I I suspect it could also be a thing of not wanting to trigger you. Sure. So we know this is a sore point. Yes. You want children. 
and yet here we are, we're having children, yes. we want to celebrate, but you want to shove it in your face. They and say, people say the most horrible things. That question you asked about when you doubt yourself as a woman, mm. the things that women will say to you. Like what? Um, no, so it's obvious why you won't deliver or why you can't fall pregnant. There must be something. They're very careless about it. I don't know. A lot of them have, have, have blocked them out. Like, um, yeah, there must be something wrong with you. And, oh, and, and just the sequence of questions is, oh, you don't have kids. Already you fall into a different category. Oh, married without kids. Okay, then there's a category for you. Okay, so you're already in the parent category. And then 80% of the person, people that you talk to have so much advice and that's good and well but each situation is so individual. The advice is, that's, that's why the doctors are there, it's about the science. That's the advice you really need, the medical advice. The stuff that you really didn't know, there's really basic things that we really should know that we don't. Um, for most people it doesn't matter, but it's such small decisions um, that you didn't know and didn't know better, or I don't know. Can you perhaps elaborate on that and enlighten our viewers at home? Um, maybe some of them are finding themselves in a similar situation and they would like to find out what these small things that you mentioned um, that people take for granted. I think for me in particular, like now in my older age, looking at my situation, I think I'm more of somebody who's suffering from something called PCOS, yes. which is something I'm only really learning about now. I think that's wrong and weird for somebody who's been, it's something I probably should have started with. But now that I'm relaxed about, I suppose, because then, you know, you were talking about whether it becomes a chore, it becomes a task to have a baby, but your actual reproductive health is so much more important than having the actual baby. Um, because when you have problems like your period going away or whatever, it's so much bigger than you not having a baby. It says so much, it, it, it's nature. Um, even if it's that bad and you have to remove the womb, it's, it's such a broad, deep, uh, painful topic. In your view, do you think a child makes a family or is a couple able to be a family by themselves without a child if the child doesn't eventually come? I think we should aim for trying to be a family before the child. Because if we're family, it's like whatever we're going to face, we're going to face it. Together. Together. Okay. Yeah, there's some really debilitating painful, painful conditions that women go through. Like, in, in all that said and done, like, I'm actually okay. Like, there are people who have had it so much worse than me. Like I said, I'm almost grateful that I have it now because I understand how much growing up I needed to do here and here to be the mother that I want to be because there's that ideal as well. So the fixing stuff doesn't work if that in which your environment you're currently in is not actually suiting you, you know. Listening to the way you're talking, it seems or it sounds as though you still want to have children in the future. Uh, so, so you haven't discarded Of course not. 
Of course not. Look at the light. I'd be come offended your eyes. if you thought you I would. You should have I'm seen the light in your eyes come out. I wouldn't think I would. Of course not. So you haven't given up. You Why would I? So you still want these babies? Yes. Yes. Definitely. But there's so many methods of having babies now in this day and age. Ah. <laughs> of course I can. I can probably have it next week if I want. But what else do I want with it? Mm, I see. Yeah. No, I no, see. no. It's so possible. Mm. That's that's the beauty of technology. No, no, no. I can't, no, no, no. can't ever give up on these things. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Wuzi, um, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I think that's that's how much we have got time for today. I this is a broad topic that is so layered and so heavy that um, I don't think we could get through all the layers and parts of it in one sitting. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. A special thank you to you also for watching. Until next time, bye bye, Standard.